0: Slash secret podcast. Don't miss out, this is going to transform your exam prep and help you enjoy the process of becoming a licensed architect. All right, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Design Create Inspire with me, Bryn Young. I'm an architect and entrepreneur with a background in interior design and small business management. I have been running a successful award-winning architecture firm for over six years and I'm here to discuss all things design and business. There are over 1 million podcasts to choose from, so thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. I hope to bring you value with every episode I create, so let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Design, Create, Inspire. I was going to have last week be the last episode of the year, but I decided I needed to make one more because we can't go to the end of the year without talking about goals. It's kind of like, you know, the stereotypical end of the year, you got to create some goals and I'm all about goals, so I would be remiss if I didn't make an episode about this. So before we get into this, I do want to preface this with... Um, it's the holidays we're in quarantine um so my whole family is home right now so sometimes you may hear children screaming in the background and you know that's just kind of life and so i'm sorry but i will try to make it as clean as possible um but let's just dive into it let's talk about goals so i if you've listened to me in the past i'm a big goal-oriented person i always make increments of goals I like to do the year goals of course but then I also like to do like five year 10 year usually don't do more than 10 because that's a little getting a little out there Um, but I like to do ones because I always feel like it's exciting to go back and look at it the ones that I've set for myself and it's always always feels really good to have been able to be like, wow, that was a goal of mine and I achieved it. And I talk about this on my episode, um, How to Be Licensed by 30. And you can go and you can see what my goals were and how I've been able to achieve them and, and be able to look back at them. And I talk a little bit about goal setting there. But I wanted to talk about basically New Year's resolutions and what has worked for me and what hasn't worked for me and what i believe is is a sustainable way to set goals where you can actually reach them and then feel fulfilled because i'm sure there's plenty of statistics out there for how many resolutions are made and how many are broken and of course that's doesn't feel good for anybody so i think it's good to make realistic goals that you can achieve So how I like to do this is I like to think of big picture. So I basically, in a way, I start with the end in mind, and then I work backwards. And so I envision myself as if it's December 31st, basically 2021. And where do I see myself? Like, what would I feel good about accomplishing? Or what can I look back at and... And feel like, wow, I did it. I'm That's so exciting. So I like to put myself in those shoes. And a really good way to do this, and this is even with like anything that you're trying to do, is actually journaling it, pretending you are sitting down in that day and writing out a journal at the end of the day of how you like, okay, I woke up today. It's December 31st, 2021. And you don't have to get so detailed, but it's a fun exercise and it can be very enlightening and it can actually make things come to light that maybe you didn't realize would. Um, Kind of doing like a storyline helps bring out ideas in the back of your head. So you write down, okay, it's December 31st, 2021. You know, I just got home from the day. I'm reflecting on the year. It was an incredible year. I can't believe this happened and this happened and I finally went on that trip and, you know, I feel great and I can't believe I've been running three times a week and, you know what I mean? Like, just create this vision of how it was. After you've written that journal, then you can dissect those different pieces. So part of that was a trip, okay? Okay, so one of my goals is for for my personal life so I'm going to interrupt myself I'm cl- I'm very good at interrupting myself but I do like to create goals for personal for um mindset and then for business because I think it's good to have goals for all of them so anyways back to trip okay so one of my goals is travel and then okay one of my goals is maybe running um one of my goals for business is this one of my goals for th- This is this. And so you were able to dissect that narrative and create those goals. Now, I like to basically start with that end goal and decide what needs to happen in order to get there. So um, I'm going to use, so basically, like you're starting from macro and you're working to the micro. Um, And I'm going to use. The most stereotypical example is weight loss because after the holidays, everyone in January wants to lose weight or it's always the thing like, I'm going to lose five pounds, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or whatever. Um, So I'm going to use that just because it's very generic and really easy to use as an example and a lot of people can relate. So for example, say you want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. Okay. If you start with, say you do nothing right now, you don't work out, you don't have a healthy diet, nothing. Well, if you all of a sudden say, okay, tomorrow, January 1st, I'm going to start eating healthy and working out every single day. Well, that's just not attainable. It's like, it's It's so different than the current lifestyle that it's unrealistic and it's not sustainable. And yeah, like you may keep on it for a little bit, but then it's exhausting. It's a lot of work because it's such a shift from your normal life that it ends up being not sustainable and it'll feel like a burden. So I like to start small and um, starting with the end makes it easier. So, okay, you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. All right, we'll break that into the months. Okay, 10 pounds, I mean, that's less than a pound a month. That makes it feel much more attainable. You know, at the end of the year, when you're writing your journal for 2021 and you said, wow, I did it. I finally lost 10 pounds and I was able to keep it off. That would feel good. So if you break that down, less than a pound a month, that's really not as scary as 10 pounds. So you start with that one pound. So what do I need to do to lose one pound a month? Well, I need to exercise more and eat healthier. Okay. Well, in order to exercise more and eat healthy, let's make a small change. So incorporate something different. Okay. Well, right now I don't eat healthy at all and I don't exercise at all. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to integrate a vegetable for every meal. I'm still gonna kinda keep my what I'm doing and I'm just gonna add in a healthy habit for each meal. I'm also gonna start walking three times a week. So instead of all of a sudden saying, No more sugar, no more carbs, nothing. I'm cutting it out. I'm and I'm walking and running every single day, three miles a day. And you know, I'm gonna say this, like I say with all my videos, this is just how I work, how my brain works. You may be different. You may be the cold turkey type person. Um, and this might not work for you. However, if you have tried things before and they haven't worked, try it out might be helpful. So you start with that. Okay. Then, you know, a week goes by, you've been adding the veggies and you've been um, walking. So now maybe up it. Okay. Now I'm going to run one day a week, still walk three days a week. And then I'm going to, you know, cut carbs for two days of the week or whatever. You get it. And again, like I'm talking about working out and eating. I have no experience in this. (laughs) I'm not a nutritionist. I'm nothing like this. I'm only using this because it's a very easy, Uh, analogy to use for this. I mean, I could be using something for business or creativity, but I think it's a little bit harder to relate, although you can use this and translate it to basically anything. There are children screaming in the background. Apologies. So when you incorporate things like this, it's a little bit slower. It's a little bit more steady. It's more attainable. You start to feel good and then you can start increasing it. And then that first month goes by and you feel good. And also you know, with when you're, like I said before, like when you're taking that big goal and you're breaking it up into smaller goals, it's so much easier. So then you're not like the first month you're like, dang it, I haven't lost five pounds. Okay. We don't have to worry about that. Like don't stress about it slowly and surely, and it'll chip away at it. Okay. So you get the picture. It's not a race. It's slow and steady. That's the most sustainable way to do it. So if, I can relate it maybe to like Instagram. So say you have an Instagram for your business, and your goal is to increase your following. Um, say you only have a hundred followers right now. Well, and this is kind of part of all the goals too. Is you wanna you wanna do realistic goals? You still wanna do goals that will light you up and like get you excited. But there's stepping stones for goals. So say you have 100 followers right now, maybe your full-on overall goal is to get 10,000, but that might not be a realistic goal for one year, and it might be hard to get. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It for sure happens. Um, just for for realistic so that you're not just disappointed at the end of the year, it might be a hard goal. So say you have 100 followers right now. Maybe instead of 10,000, maybe your goal is to get 1,000 for that first year. So then you take that thousand, you break it up to 12. So what is that like? 75 a month or so. Okay, now that feels much more attainable. Now, what do you need to do to get that? You need to be consistent, post consistently, post quality content. You need to engage. You need to engage with not only the followers you do have, but also the followers you want and the accounts that you want. And you want to be consistent again, so some months maybe more than what you want, some months maybe less. But if you're looking at that smaller goal rather than that large one thousand goal, or I guess it would be like nine hundred if you're looking for nine hundred more, then that is much more attainable. And also just like for your brain, our brain sometimes gives up if it feels too overwhelmed. so. Creating big goals, again, is wonderful. It's just you have to do it in a way that allows you to get a little bit of um, like rewards, a little bit increments. So like breaking it down, say you get 75 that month, that's kind of a reward. Oh, I feel good. I'm doing better. Let's keep going. Where if you only have that big goal, okay, we'll shoot. I'm still needing a thousand. I only got seventy five this month. Like, forget it. I'm not putting in as much work because it's not worth it. You see what I mean? it 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 allows you to feel those successes rather than looking at them as fail- failures. So create those big goals, but then create those baby steps in order to get you to those goals, because you have to remember that nothing happens overnight. Most true long lasting success comes with persistence and consistency. And I believe that slowly working towards something brings huge results. And I also believe that sometimes this can make those results hard to see because you're working at them slowly. So little goals like, oh, I'm getting 75 more. Followers can feed, can um, not be acknowledged, you know. Like in your head, you maybe don't acknowledge them, and so sometimes it's harder when it's slow and steady. But I'm telling you that that is seriously. The best way to get to those goals. So that is why I love to make a beginning list, an end list for the year. I even do like incremental lists, um, and, and reflect on those goals to see how far I've come because then you can look back and be like, wow, last year, this was a goal. And now I'm past this or, Hey, look at two years ago, it was, or, or one year ago, it was my goal to do this in two years and I've already accomplished it. So always write them down, keep them in. I keep them in my notes on my phone, which makes it really easily because easy, because then you can just like search goal and then you can pull it up. Um, So that's kind of like my main gut of what I think is a good way to make goals and have them be sustainable. Um, a couple tips and tricks I have too for goals it, um, for achieving them is, again, baby steps, consistency, asking for help. I think this one's a good one because people are more willing to help than you think they are. So say you need help with working out like that. Find a, a buddy who wants to do it with you or say you want To increase followers, maybe reach out to an account that has a lot of followers and you admire their account. Reach out and say, hey, I love your account. Like, would you ever be interested in telling me a little bit more about how you gained your followers or what steps you took or anything like that? First of all, not everyone will respond, but you will find that people are more willing to share and help than you think you'll also probably hear from a lot of successful people who say you you think on Instagram having a large following is successful um but you may find too that a lot of them say oh i've been working on this for years i've been consistently posting four or five times a week for four years now you know what i mean or um you know the first few years it it was a very slow steady growth and then it boomed so Speaking with people, hearing other people's stories will not only help you with your goals, but it will help you be realistic with your goals. Um, A couple other things is releasing fear. Always. I mean, achieving goals takes work and it takes um, being okay with, with maybe going outside your comfort zone. Also, redefining failure like I said earlier, like if you say you wanted a thousand followers for that year and by month one you've gained 50 and you look at that as a failure, well then you're likely to quit and then not persist. If you redefine that failure and look at that as a success, then you're more likely to stick with it. The other thing with that too is being okay with messing up or being okay with not achieving your goals. There has been Plenty of goals that I'm. I at the end of the year, I'm like, okay, not quite. Let's add it to this next year, and uh, hopefully get a little bit closer to that. To that. So every year, I redefine, I assess, I see. Wow, that was really real unrealistic. Like cool goal, Bryn, but um, not going to happen. Um, and then this next year, okay, but I still like that idea of a goal. How can I? make it more attainable for me this year. So I thought I would maybe end this with a couple examples of what have been on my goal list. I haven't made my goal list yet for 2021. Um, I'm actually excited to do so because a lot has happened in the last couple of years and I'm excited to make my goals for this year. Although I need to take my own advice and make a narrative and sit down and really like kind of think of where I wanna be in a year. Um so I'm not quite ready to share that yet but I'll run you through a couple of goals of mine for 2020. Um mindset was practice compassion, gratitude and patience. So just a little reminder every day for these items. Um a couple other personal goals I'm not really going to share. Uh become a licensed architect which I became which was a very exciting goal and actually buy a home which we did my family bought we bought our first home this year which was very exciting so those were two really really big goals that I almost feel like okay done (laughs) I I hit those goals like take a breath from the goals for a little bit but I'm not that kind of person I love to continue on and keep moving forward it's almost like you hit a goal and then you're like okay now what next (laughs) um I also had some goals for marketing for my business, which I, I, some of them I almost hit, some of them I hit, but in kind of a different way. And that's always fun too, is knowing that it's okay to kind of pivot and rearrange. Like I'm looking at some of my marketing goals and some of them are like, yeah, that's, that's um, still pertinent or whatever word you want to use. But at the same time, I think I've redirected a little bit and I think for the better. So it's okay to always redefine. Let's see. Project wise, I had, you know, <laughs> 2020 was the pandemic. So that went a little haywire, uh, understandably so. And that's fine. It's all good. Yeah, a couple other of these goals like bringing on people and delegating a little bit more um, that was helpful and and something that I will continue to add to my my goal list because I do want to grow and, and make this uh, bigger than just me. So that's the end goal. So uh, I'm excited to kind of sit down and write down my 2021 list and see what comes up. <clears throat> Obviously, with the pandemic and seeing how 2020 went, it's Uh, safe to say that all goals need to be flexible and we don't know what's gonna happen but it's still nice to have something to achieve and even through the chaos of what can be you can always get close to goals I believe. So I hope this was interesting for you. I hope this was motivating to at least sit down and reflect and um, create some goals and I'm interested what if you ever do set goals, if you do set goals, are they like your typical, I'm not going to drink uh, during the week and I'm going to lose 10 pounds and <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, you know, like those type of goals or do you set mindset goals or um, do you track goals. I'm just interested to see how other people do it too, because I'm always learning and I'm always looking to further develop my um, process. So. Definitely, let me know. I'm very active over on Instagram at Beyond Design. So if you DM me or tag me, I will see it and respond. Um, let's see. You can rate and review and subscribe to Design, Create, Inspire on iTunes, Spotify, wherever get you get your podcasts. Also the videos here will always be on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can always go and just subscribe to the, well, subscribe here too, but subscribe to the podcast too, if you prefer listening to podcasts. And I hope you enjoyed. I hope you have a fabulous new year and a very beautiful 2021. And I will see you all in the new year. Have a good one. Bye.